0: This geezer, Dave, look, he's pensioner, he tries to rob him. He's 77, look.
1: I'm a fan of the television programme Gogglebox, so I've had no problem spending hours watching Dave and Brendan watching television, although something tells me that Channel 4 may not be phoning them anytime soon. ...put up his fist and challenged the attacker. After showing some impressive footwork and a fearsome left jab, he clearly made the robber realise he picked the wrong guy.
0: And he turned round and fled. 77-year-old, he started robbing him at
2: the cash point. point. He went, come on, then you can't. <laughs> oh, well, that's not like my mum, you yeah. <laughs> My mum, someone tried to mug my mum, didn't she, Brent? Yeah, yeah. They grabbed that my mum's up. handbag and tried to run off. And she had it all wrapped round her arm. And she put, he ran off a bit. She just pulled it back and he fell back on the floor and she jumped at him, hit Stop. him and held him there until other people come and held her. She was seventy-eight at the time. Yeah. So she's got in the paper and all that. Have a go, grandmother. (laughs) Wow. She went. I hated that calling me a grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: In today's episode, Dave talks about the day he set his sex dungeon on fire. We talk about infidelity and getting caught. Brendan has some problems in Spain. and Dave comes to the rescue of someone in need. My name is Matt Price and this is Conversations with Criminals. Episode four of a season dedicated to understanding Dave Courtney. Before we find out about Dave in the bedroom, have a guess what he's like in the kitchen. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Another little thing is when I'm, when I'm doing shows and auctions I'll go and I'm auctioning a weekend for four to my house. You know, I'll cook for you, entertainment, play pool, got a little party down the bottom so they can pick you up from rehab or a clinic on the way. I'm mean, making it funny, four birds preferably but four geese if you want and we're starting at 500 quid and they go up to 1200 quid. Yeah, and 1, 1, big, like quid, they don't yeah. want to pay to come and stay at Dave.
0: By the house. time they come here three months
2: later we've forgotten all about it. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 <laughs> that, when can we come? I said, well, you can come whenever you fucking like, mate, but there's my calendar. Anything you want to come to on that, you can come to at one of the boxing things. And they turn up here m- months we later. We had four
0: from Bournemouth turn up. They were 19 to 21. These four young boys. They turned up on a Friday and we'd had a barbecue. It was in the summer. And there, was a load of, <laughs> there was a load of potatoes in Silver 4, but they were black. They'd been out there three or four days. Yeah, So... um these boys was a bit... Dude, man. Yeah, and he uh, went, uh, they went, oh, you said just turn up, and he went, I'll tell you what, Nick Danny off-licence, get yourself a few cans and bring me back a bottle of brandy, yeah, and uh, he said, I'll do you some food. So he's got all these mashed potatoes, and they are like black like that, and they, he's smashing them up on the pan, <laughs> frying them, and he's putting in... Tin of beans. Tin of beans, curry, curry powder, powder. Green food colouring. Yeah, and just I made mashed a mashed it. potato with green yeah. food colour, so bright green potato, yeah. and just mashed it. And I went red, red it, scrambled and, egg. Yeah, while he's doing it, I'm going, oh, I said he's only pulling out the old signature dish here. And they said, oh, what's that? I said Blampstead mash. I said it's, well, he's known for it, absolutely known for it. it is. I said, you're in for it. It. Yeah, I said, you're in for a treat, and we put it, <laughs> as we slopped <laughs> it out on the plate, you could see him going, fuck, you know, I ain't got to eat that, have I? And one of them, he strategically stood by the bin in the kitchen and was talking and letting his plate slip, and I went, whoa, mind it, you're going to drop that there, you're going to drop that, and he went, oh, sorry, and I, we made him eat it, sort of like, not <laughs> made him, but made it awkward for him to believe it. Oh, and at the time we had a Volvo estate estate car, like a long, and, and there you was two seats set, yeah. in the boot. Yeah, so I've drove them up North London, and I was hitting the old speed jumps because I know they're in the boot. You know what I mean? I know they're banging their head a bit. have gone around the North certainly. And when we've got out of this place, they've literally opened the boot and both of them jumped Blech. out and went. <laughs> <laughs> and they turned around and went, "It's nothing to do with your food, Dave. It's the way he's, he's driving." <laughs> <run. laughs>
1: Whenever I talk about Dave on stage, I always refer to him as the boss. It's easier than explaining who he is to anyone who doesn't know. I also do a dodgy impersonation of him. The boss has a a friend who has double-barred names, so his nickname was Shotgun as in double-barreled shotgun. That makes sense, doesn't it? And I went up to see the boss, and he was telling me, oh, we're a bit bit down today, Matty. Shotgun's gone into hospital. He's got diabetes. Um, So he's had one of his legs amputated. (laughs) And now, thanks to me, he is known as Sawmoth. (laughs) I would not say that to his face. I mean, give me a kick in, wouldn't he? Well, maybe not a in, but you know would be very happy. I had my reservations about where to draw the line in terms of what I asked Dave, but if you have a sex dungeon at the bottom of your garden, the chances are you're fairly open-minded. About five years ago, we had a girlfriend who I met and who was very nice, but deep down, she knew that Dave wasn't being faithful. Dave was caught cheating by her in a way. It could only really happen to him.
2: She's come round for a little bit of Dave. I met her at a party, we had a little flirt. So I said, you can always come round and have a sunbed if you want, she said, all right. And she's come around. she said, you're gonna come down and have a little sunbed with me? So I said, yeah, okay. So I've let her go and get into sunbed. I've then rung up, so I knew he was coming over. And I just wanted to see if I could get away a bit if I had enough time.
1: Dave's girlfriend at the time was driving to see him and Dave knew that it would take her a while to get to his house. So his plan was to finish up with the woman on the sunbed. and By the time he arrived, she'd be none the wiser.
2: And so, I've then gone away and rung her. Because I'm a prick with the telephone, I can't...
1: What Dave means by this is that quite often he'll phone someone and forget to hang up. And this is fine most of the time, but if you phone someone and don't hang up properly, you could end up leaving a message that you don't want them to hear. So the moral of this story is, don't push the wrong button on your phone.
2: I just, I've turned to push the wrong one and she's heard every single thing I've done. And I've gone in there and I've tripped off and that. I'm shaking his bird from behind. It was all right when she was holding the things that you hold to do your bits under your arms, right? But then when she started leaning back, pushing back on me, and my bum's hitting the, the bulbs and it's burning my off, So I'm actually going, ah, burning my off, And she's oh. so she's hearing everything. He's heard the whole 15 minutes' worth, you know, so...
1: With evidence like that, even Dave Courtney would struggle to get her not guilty.
2: I've got enough to tell about, but the worst one than that, Polish. Polish, yeah, yeah. The worst one than that, we had this lady living in the front garden. Oh, in the caravan. In, in the, the caravan. Oh, yeah, she went squatting in the garden, but... And I was seeing her, and said, so I've, I've fractured a shag, and I've just run d- first, because I didn't want to hear her ringing up or me, and I knew she weren't coming over, so I've just rung first, so uh, 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 turned the phone off, and because and I'd done it all the time, she always used to sit and listen, all right, loads of time. And I've gone over to the caravan, went bum bum babe, yeah, you fancy a shag? So David, listen this. So she goes, the way, Dave, always, the way. Come in, come in. So I've come in, I put the phone on the side, and she's sitting on the set E bit there, and I had a forty-five minute yeah, 45 minutes. She heard the whole fucking thing, the whole lot, right? And as I've got dressed to leave, as I'm walking out the door, it's going, hello, hello, hello. She went, don't fucking tell me I didn't hear what I've just heard. Don't tell me, don't lie to me. I've just heard you fucking that kind of I went, right, no, you're all right. I have, yeah. And turned it off, turned the phone off and went, fuck, what can I do? And what can I actually do about that? But the bit that done her in more than anything at all, she went, don't you think I know what you're like? You've got a dungeon at the bottom of your garden. I know what you are. I know what you do. I'm not an idiot, but you rub it in my... You know, she went, I've got the whole fucking thing and then she's put it on where you can tape what what I'm doing. Come, so she's got the whole thing then listening to it. And what done her in was... She went, and you fucking all, and you say exactly the same things when you're fucking her, as you do when you're shagging me. You say exactly the same things, which blokes do. (laughs) Blokes do say the same things. I mean, if you're fucking anyone, you do it. You go, you know, oh fuck Jesus, or fuck me, fuck all. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: you know, <laughs> no, whatever you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, you, know, you I say the idea, same thing, yeah. And that is what killed her, had done her in. But she caught me loads of times, like just kept forgiving me. I was a complete cunt there. You know, that is, my, that is my, failing. Yeah, my cop does rule my head sometimes. Something, you know.
1: Can you tell me about the day you set the dungeon on fire? Um.
2: <laughs> yeah because he's got another fucking story to it right Right. how it started was there was a load of rubbish by the bit too close to the wall and I did know it was too close to the wall I did know that but I had the hose it out ready that when it started getting a bit fiery I could spur it out but he had turned the water off hold it don't fucking butt in on him mate, right? he turned the water off, right? But I didn't know that. He's telling me that he told me, but I don't remember that, right? So oh, I've lit... i a witness with oh, me. fucking hell. <laughs> you had to say something. So, like, I've lit the fire, knowing it was a bit too, and it set light to the drain pipe, which I didn't know is, right? And the drain pipe set on fire up to the gutter, and then the gutter set light to the felt, felt on the roof. So by the time I realised there was a fire, it was already on the roof. So, I've gone to turn the water on, the toes to put the fire out, and it wouldn't, it didn't turn on. Like the water was off. So, I'm stretching it around thinking that there's a, a knot in the actual hose. But where the hose has got, it's just stretched and got, got fucked. So, now it's too late. The roof's on fire. I can't reach it. I look like a cunt. The fire will go come round. Yeah. Everyone blamed me because I'd had a little drink. Yeah stop, up, <laughs> Right, But it was because of what, and I knew the, I knew, and I was just trying to. Instead of moving all the fire away from where it was, I tried to burn most of it. Then I could put it out and add a little the, bit tomorrow. You know, the what funniest mean? thing was, right, I've got to add a little bit to the still. Of course man. you have. I thought right. you might have to. Right. I didn't think I'd get it right. No, you
0: know no, I mean? no, I'm saying that. I'll, I'll go with that. It's a pretty good fucking description of what happened. But what actually did happen?
2: Was... <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> the the please. piano,
0: there was a piano which we'd invested some time and money in, and it turned out not to be as worth what we'd hoped it was. So we'd, it, had it was a meeting. Bernstein fucking piano. That was shit. <laughs> So shit that not even a scrap dealer, piano dealer, would take it. He told us to fuck off. Anyway, here, I had right? it all
2: hid under a load and, of carpet. And
0: I, I'd put the carpet and the underlay over it to protect it in case it was worth thousands, right? And then when he lit the fire, he didn't realise how much carpet and underlay was surrounding the piano. So that all took fire. That that lit up quite quickly. Catching the gutter on fire, and as he said, everything else happened. But the one thing that never got burned in the whole fire, which was the idea of burning it, was the piano.
2: The oh, piano oh. at the end of it was still perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when that piano has cost us now... It's a Bernstein. If you look on the computer... Yeah, it's a Bernstein, yeah. And if you spend... a piano. Yeah, and if you spend £8,000 on it, it might be worth six to £7,000. Yeah, but it needed a lot of work. It needed, like, the the man who deals in pianos went, go away when we told him we had it. (laughs) Leave my shop, get out.
2: (laughs) I didn't know that. We went over to go and get a grand piano that was costing us nothing. So I brought over six fellas with us. And when we got there, it was in a block of flats with no. In
0: Dalston. And I had
2: a guess. When I heard it was in a flat in Dalston, I went, I
0: don't think it's worth any money, Dave. It's in a flat in Dalston. this black guy's got a flat he's leaving it he's leaving it in the flat the black guy's not taking it you know usually he didn't take it so no one could actually carry it It took six men to the grand piano
2: it's heavy man
0: it's a baby grand piano and when we got there it looked a little bit knocked about and all that and i'm thinking touch we won't have to take it look at it that's fucked we won't take it so we brought ben with us next door yeah. <laughs> All right. and what's really funny, me and him are arguing over the piano, going, Fuck it. I said, Look, Dave, and he went, No, we're in now, we're taking it. I went and then Ben stands like a proper pianist does that with his again. fingers and we were both looking at him and he sat down and he went, Stop fucking about, I've got enough shit going and he went, Wait a minute, Dave, I'll tell you whether it works And then he started playing the and he
2: piano. Which we you could
0: not have imagined, Ben. No. The, the, the piss city. head from yeah, next door he's actually <laughs> and he is he's a piss head and he went fucking, and I thought you cunt now he's going to want it because it actually plays you know what I mean I thought that's fucked it for us now. he played Swan Lake or something like that all some like that. fucking fancy tune and I wanted to punch him I thought I could have got away with going <laughs> so, uh, no we're taking it we take it now look it's playing music I thought oh, for fuck's sake you know what I mean and we had to slide it down three floors and a comp no lift concrete stairs we had to get a door off another flat and put that down and then slide it down put it in the back of this fucking van took about three hours to get yeah, it, out yeah, it, of was, house and it and it was a fucking van. good evening's work to get it home <laughs> and lift it down here put it here cover it looked...
1: i wanted to know why dave has a
2: sex dungeon at the bottom of his garden having my own dungeon was important to me because we was going out to little swinging parties and we got involved in like little orgies and that. And at the time, um, CCTV cameras and things were just coming out. They were just starting. Do you understand what I mean, and people were getting trapped and lured into hotel rooms where the had a camera and all things like that was happening. People were getting captured and it was just a lot safer to have your own dungeon where you could do your own things and you never had to go and take a risk in anyone else's. hotel room, you understand what I mean? And at the time it was, all good things was happening to me, I was writing books and Dave Courtney was getting all like infamous and that, and I didn't need that, yeah? I didn't need that happening, and it was just it was a lot more in control if someone was coming back to your dungeon than it would be if you went back to their house or their hotel room, you understand what I mean? And that that, um, highly charged sexual um, days are very much of who is in charge and who is not. Who You, you understand what I mean, mentally? like Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. my house, my missus, my dungeon, my thing. and Yeah, you know, that actually helps on how you fuck that bird or how that bird fucks you or how that bloke fucks your missus or how you fuck his missus. If you're the one that's in charge, it's my house. You're on my bed in my house and my missus. As
1: much as Dave and Brendan might bicker over certain details of a story, there are times when great minds think alike. Years ago in Spain, Brendan had an incident with two women that ended, well, you are here.
0: When we was in Tenerife, Lou, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the last day, right, I pulled this bird the night before who was from Hull, right. So I fucked her. And then the next night I wanted to do a mate, so I'd already been thrown out of the place where I was staying for not paying for it. So I just moved into Dave's. They didn't throw me out, I just left and thought I'm not going back there because they're going to want money. (laughs) To the apartment, yeah. So I've now, on the very last night we're in Tenerife, yeah, I'm staying at Dave's apartment, but my old apartment, I don't know whether anyone's moved into it because it's like a Tuesday, yeah. So. This bird, this Irish bird, kept hovering and hanging about and I was out of my nut, been out there for 10 days, had loads of these, and drugs and all sorts, right, and I went, well, look, listen, right, I know you're hanging about and all that, but if you're up for a shag, yeah, I've got a packet of Viagra and I will fucking drill the back end out of you, right? I said, if you're not up for it, if you're not up for it, fuck off, you know what I mean, and let me sort of like, try and get something that is. So she just she just laughed and all that, and I went well, like you know, what what, what is that? Is that a yes? <laughs> and she, and she yeah, went, chat, enough, enough. yeah, she went, yeah, it was a chat its and it of way. And uh, she went, oh, all right then. I went, and then I thought, fuck it, I can't go back to her place because I fucked her mate, and like you know, that's a bit awkward because her mate was still ringing me, going, where are you? And I was, no, I can't go back to Dave's because he's got the kids there, so I took her back to my old apartment. Yeah. And when I'd stayed there, I'd kick the door in because I lost the key. So I nailed it back on with a phone, you know, like with a hinge. I just banged it all back, so the door I knew was a bit fucking rickety. So I've gone back there and I'm fucking banging on the like, rung the doorbell, and she's going. Oh, I said, I'm just checking that my mate's not, in. he might have the key. I ain't got the key, so I just wanted to know there wouldn't no one in there. You know what I mean? So anyway, there's no answer, so I went. It's all right, he's not here. Bang! Kick the door in, right? It just fell flat on its back. So I've walked over the door, took her upstairs, right? Got her, she got her upstairs, right? And the door, I've just left it on the floor, forgot about it, yeah? Got her upstairs, got her in bed, right? At right? about half-hour's to yeah? And I'm looking at the time man it's about half-seven. And I know the cleaners come round and that in the morning, yeah? So, on the way upstairs, I've took my fucking jacket and my shirt off and all my clothes are everywhere, right? But she's lying in bed now, and I've said to her, do you want some breakfast? She went, well, I said, let me go and do you something to eat. And she went, I thought we was going to make love all day. I went, oh, we are, don't worry about that, you're going to get seriously fucked, right? Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the way downstairs, Lou, I've got my shirt over that arm and my jacket, and I've pulled my strides on, which she ain't noticed, and I've got my socks and my shoes, right? So I've now got my strides on and all my clobber, yeah? And I am halfway down the stairs, I'm going, do you take sugar? <laughs> She's going, two, please. I went, to your coffee? She's going, coffee. I went, okay, you stay there, baby. <laughs> gone down the stairs, tiptoed over the front door, straight out, I went, taxi! <laughs> so, all right, I've, and I've gone back and I've seen Dave and I'm telling him what's happened. He went, You can't, you went, they're meant to be fucking flying out of here today. We've all got to meet at the same airport. I went, oh, fuck me. So I'm now sitting at the airport. He went, she'll stab you, that bird. I went, yeah, she will, will not she? Yeah, I went, oh, I'm fucking sitting at the airport with a paper now, like that, fucking looking over it every five minutes. Like <laughs> a flight was delayed for about three hours. I was going, oh. <laughs> anyway, I didn't see her or nothing, yeah, so I thought, touch. I've come home. The bird from Hull now, yeah, I've, I've rung her up and all that, I spoke to her and, and she's gone, oh, I'd like to meet up with you again and all that. And I had to go up to Nottingham when my mum lived up there. So I went, listen, I've got to go up there, I'll meet you up. Meet you in half ways and we met in this little hotel thing. So I've met her and all that, having a shag with her and all that. And I went to her, what have happened to your mate out there, the Blombird? She went, oh, <laughs> you'll never guess what happened to her. And I thought, I've got an idea. <laughs> she, went, she went, she met some bloke, you know. <laughs> There, is took her back to this apartment, fucked her, and left her there. And she said, she's fell asleep. When she's woke up, she got done for breaking and entry, criminal damage, and non-payment. And fucking, oh. she, she's got nicked and banged up and missed a flight. So I'm going, I'm going, really? <laughs> oh, it all happened to her, did And oh, she wow. went, yeah, what a bastard. Who would do well, that? Ain't, that ain't. But they got their own back because about a month later I've kept chatting to her and all that, and she's gone, do you want to meet me up at so-and-so near Hull again? And I went, Yeah, yeah, I drove all the way up there, got up there. When I've got there, I went, Where are you? She went, You fucking bastard. I went, You spoke to her then, have you? (laughs) So I cut their own
1: back and went all the way up there for fuck all. I want to ask you about the shows because one one thing that I immediately spotted was that you can talk to you know you, you can speak to anyone that's a very Dave Corner yeah. thing isn't it? Yeah. Tell me have you, have you ever had any like really fun sort of heckles or interactions? Yeah hundreds. Like hundreds. can you tell me some of the most enjoyable ones? Yeah, yeah well,
2: I've, well I've, I've had hundreds when they engage me you know, or tell, me, tell me the most frightening things around you. i say, like, waking up with your sister oh, you know? and all that, all that, you know, or what makes you think that you're better than everyone else? I said, I don't, you know, I don't actually think I'm better than everyone else, right? You know? Said, I actually cheat. I don't fight fair, I use this. And you wouldn't know that I was going to fight you until I'd actually hit you because I don't go, what you going to... I'd actually be friendly and chatting and to get close enough to say I whisper. Yeah, then go bomb you. Know. I mean, I'm with older. a knuckle duster. With well, a knuckle duster, yeah, yeah. So the preemptive strike. Yeah. yeah. Hit them before they even think of hitting you. But I've had—I can't think of any individual piss takes that I've, that I've heckled with. But I've had, you know, I've, I've had a you get up on stage and come over to hit me. That I've had to chin. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> you know, I've had to whack him. Is that, but
1: those people in that room they're, they're not gonna tell anyone,
2: are they? I mean well, no, no, he definitely ain't gonna tell anyone. He's the one that got up and went like, you know, he was a footballer again from up near Cumbria, Warrington or something like that, um some place beginning up in Cumbria. Just got up on stage and, and you know Well I know secure security. Yeah? Like, uh, what would you do if I did come over? And I could see that he was actually gonna whack me. Uh, so I've got my hand in my pocket. And I said, I think you're only doing it because you've got them with you. And he went, oh, no. <laughs> and that's when I hit him. <laughs> when he turned around. Yeah, yeah, good. I said, I think you're only doing all this walking up and because you've got them with you. He went, no. That was my thing. Bum. Wow. <laughs> did, did the audience cheer? I mean, no, no, no. It was, just, look, it was knocked out. It was hard. It was, it was a shot. Oh, Yeah. Uh, and I meant to get him there, but he turned me "Man, I got him on a temple, but he just went straight down. And I went, I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about that. So you can either take him away or I don't mind doing it while he's lying there. Sorry. So if he belongs to someone, sorry. And everyone just went, oh, No, no, carry on. You know, no. I just carry on. They did carry on, but the dormant <laughs> came and took him, And not <laughs> To be accepted in doing that as like, uh, you are the, the law among the lawless, yeah. right? Yeah. The law among the lawless. and you're allowed to do that, but you have to, over the many years, show and prove beyond any doubt that you will take anything from anyone, unless it it has to be well over the top, before I ever chin anyone. Anyone.
0: Ever. Yeah.
2: You, everyone, I'll make sure that everyone else can can see the right come first.
0: You You understand
2: what I mean? You can't go banging do you hear what Courtney's done and, like, and they go even if they weren't there he had to have done something wrong because Dave wouldn't he'd never done that I've known him to, he, you can spill fucking brandy and coke over his new white suit and they go no problem mate yeah you know what I mean you can sit there and grab it, his, his bird grab his ass and he go I didn't know he was, he was, he was with you he'll go alright cool now, I've, I've proved beyond any shadow of a doubt I yeah, don't do, do that for fuck yeah. all yeah, I don't do it, I don't do it, and I know I'm capable of it if I want, so I don't have to go and do that to, for any reputation. I, I know I can do that, I'd rather not.
1: I've spent the last 10 years of my life trying to understand violence and work out whether it can ever be justified. Dave has always offered an interesting perspective. He told me one story that really stayed with me about a vulnerable adult who knocked on his door to ask for help.
2: Okay, he's a Turkish... His name's TJ, he, he's very slow, he's got all his toes are all like that, you know, he's, he's got, very no, like, special, yeah. he's got difficulties, right? But he's lived around here all his life, his brothers obviously are um, big on the whole of Dave Courtney thing, right? And he said to him, If you're ever in trouble around here, because I'm, I'm, I'm moving away, you're in trouble, Dave Courtney will help you, he's all right, just tell him he's my brother. So he, this bloke's turned up here one day and I'm sitting here with about five of my mates watching telly football or something. I, don't, I can't remember something. I can't remember. Hello, Miss Courtney. Um, can I please talk to you? My brother said blah, 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 blah. And what's happened is uh, he's got some people next door squatting, drug crackheads, and he's just tried to befriend them, be my friend. And they've come to his house and they've seen him buy this stereo HP off the catalogue. And he got, he got quite a bit of money, didn't he? That's yeah, what I remember. Yeah, he, he used to get something like his £450 a yeah, yeah, week. Fucking... He was getting
0: money like the social yeah, like, I mean. a lot,
2: A lot of money for a lot of things and all that. And these other fellas just conned onto it and they just sucked it out of him. And then they took him out, went in his house one day, opened the window, right? then said, we're going to take him for a drink. So they took him for a drink. And when I took him for a drink, someone else has come back in, took the, took the stereo, put it in there for that. But when he comes back, he's still playing the same tape that was in his, <coughs> you know, that's how he knew it was him. He said, no, not too nice, and they just punched me in the mouth. And I don't know what to do. Now I'm too frightened to actually go home, just to go in. I ain't going to do nothing about it, but I'm too frightened to go home now because they're just going to punch me. And they're going, they was pretending to have the ump going, you calling me a thief, you can't! you calling me a thief, you found it? And now he's frightened to go home. So he said, well, could you do anything to help me? And I was just sitting here, and I was just like, Hey? And I went... Yeah, right, fuck it. So he's ended up with some of South London's finest just for fuck all to do. You know Real nutters as well, real proper nutters, yeah. Went round to this thing and went in here and he's going, that's my tape on the on the music." So we just We ping the door off, give <laughs> the bad guys a slap, made them go sorry, sorry, sorry. Done do stereo yeah, and that's it. But now then he kept turning up every every single week going, my other neighbour has just called me yeah. a cut. You know, so I had to go fuck off in the end. But no, like, listen, he turned up once,
0: right, when we was doing l to pay the geezer come round here and he'd been with Dave all day and he was just about to agree a hundred grand investment for l to pay for the music yeah. and bits and pieces and all that and some stuff. And yeah. as he's come back here, that J's on the doorstep. Yeah, so he's come in and like I'm. We're trying to say to him, just go away for a minute. He went, he's coming. He went, all right, Dave. He went, hey, you know, I've been down the they so I've took my bus pass away, and my feet are gone. I can't get to the Shropshire. Yeah, but he just started talking. I'd said to him, him to be price. nice.
2: He went, oh my, I just want to be a part of the firm, Dave. I want listen. You are a part of the firm. All right, you got to look after the little wheels, just the little wheels that make it all work, and you don't have to be a find... You are a part of the firm. Don't worry about it. Come here, your Lots. Just being nice to him, right? And then this bloke's here, and he's going, as I'm now part of the firm, could, could you know look at my, do you know, sure up for this, do, do something, just take his shoes and socks off and me, put his foot on the table, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> and because he's so sort of slow, he was so. Um, rhino-skinned, I'm going, listen, you fucking, t- another day, oh, okay, but I need you done today. Want to see the state of them and like that. Like. Anyway, we lost the bloke. We looked the geyser. He's a part left. of the firm, I couldn't actually go No, know and make him feel like I've like been too nice and me and good.
1: Well, that is the end of episode four. So thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate your support. If you could share and like and leave a comment on iTunes, that would mean an awful lot to me. Thanks to Dave and Brendan. And I shall speak to you all again very soon.